Hello, friends, and welcome to the Wherever You Turn podcast. Today, it's Friday, April 17th. Um, Unlike my last Friday reflection, where I was sitting on my back porch, you could hear the birds in the background. It was over 60 degrees. Today, there's three to four inches of slushy snow outside my house here in Chicago. Welcome to spring in Chicago. If you're like me, um, when people ask you how you were doing, I think maybe three or four weeks ago, I would say, hey, I'm taking it day by day. You know, just I'm living in the moment right now. I know what I'm doing today, and I'll just see what tomorrow brings. I think I've moved from day to day to week to week to kind of month to month now. Um, I kind of know that for the month of April, uh, what my reality is. Um, I'm going to remain in shelter in place. And for most likely, um, it, it is starting to look more likely that the month of May is going to be that way uh, as well. And I've also thought back uh, and started to kind of compare where I'm at today versus where I was around the middle of March when all of this started. And I was thinking about going to the store, going to the grocery store, going to Costco. And I remember when this first started, um, everyone probably remembers, um, you couldn't find toilet paper at Costco or at Target or at Walmart. Um, Today, you go to Costco and there's a big sign that says one per customer. I mean, one huge pack per customer. And of course, now that that sign is there and people are only taking one, there's plenty for everybody. And there's a dynamic that's lying underneath that. When we talk about people hoarding, hoarding is an attitude that says there isn't enough for everybody. So I got to make sure I get what I need for me and my tribe. I'm competing for these scarce resources and I'm competing against every other person out there and I got to get mine. That's a world of scarcity. It's a world where you believe that the world is made up of scarce resources and that the strongest and the fittest are the ones who must compete to win those resources. But there's another dynamic um, that can occur, and that is that it's one of generosity, or it's one that says some don't have enough, so I'll share what I have with them. And generosity comes from a worldview of abundance. A worldview of not so much me, 
as much as we are in this together. And I like to talk about these things not as absolutes. It's not about passing judgment because I, myself, six or seven weeks ago, I was very much fearful and very much in a hoarding mentality. Um, And now I find myself in a different place. And that kind of ebb and flow of moving between those two worlds is very much, I believe, just a part of our human nature, that we move between states. And in our tradition, in, in the Muslim tradition, there is this notion of bust, of expansion, and then of qabd, of contraction. And that the spiritual masters from our tradition would always talk about us being in periods, human beings as individuals, and at a greater scale, being and going between qabd, contraction, times of contraction, and times of expansion. Think about it in your daily life, in my daily life. There are some days I wake up or, and I feel high energy, and there's other days where I feel low energy. There are some days where our emotions are raw, and even the smallest of things might, might get out of us an emotional response and other times in which that's hardened. And those are all just common everyday occurrences of this dynamic of qabd versus bust. And like I said, it happens at the individual level and it can also happen at a communal level in which events that happen in our lives, collective lives, are moments of contraction compared to moments of expansion. There's a beautiful verse, uh, two verses in the Quran, in chapter 25, verses 45 and 46, where this idea of bust and qabd come together. It says, أَلَمْ تَرَى إِلَى رَبِّكَ كَيْفَ مَدَّ الذِّلْ وَلَوْ شَاءَ لَجَعَلَهُ سَاكِنًا ثُمَّ جَعَلْنَا الشَّمْسَ عَلَيْهِ دَلِيلًا ثُمَّ قَبَضْنَاهُ إِلَيْنَا قَبْضًا يَسِيرًا Have you not considered your Lord how he has spread out the shade, maddadhil, that he's expanded, spreaded out the shade. And had he willed, he could have made it still. And then we make the sun an indicator of it. And so there's this picture that we've all seen when you've walked out on a sunny day in which you can see how a shade of an object, your own shade, 
can, because of the sun and where the sun is positioned, you can see that shade be very small if it's right above our heads or if it's near um, uh, the horizon and it's towards our back, then you can see that being very long. And so that spreading out, that's bust, that's expansion, right? The light of Allah, the sun, right? The wind that is the wind behind our backs, that are those moments of where we feel um, spiritual, right? And that can be very expansive. But then in the next verse, it says, then we withdraw it onto ourselves, a gentle withdrawal. So there are times where that sun disappears. And in doing that, that qabd, that contraction occurs. And so that picture, that visualization there of the shade and the light and how at times it can be expansive and at other times it can be contracting is what life is all about i mean this is the divine essentially saying that this is part of the divine plan and so even as communities there can be times in which we feel expansive where 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 the economy is growing where there's a lot of optimism. And then there can be events that occur, whether they be natural disasters, whether they be a pandemic like what we're experiencing right now, um, or whether they be man-made um, uh, disasters like war or other conflicts. Those are times of contraction. It could have been made still Right? If that was how God wanted it, we could have just kept it in an eternal state of expansion. But that's not the way this world is meant to be. And it's not how we grow in it, in this world. And so our spiritual growth is very much about not just in the times of expansion, but a lot of times and many times the gold that we find that actually elevates us is in those tough times. I mean, at least if you're looking for that gold, then it can be very, very powerful. And this is why, you know, you can see people who sometimes are um, confronted with disaster situations, whether it be in their personal lives, whether it be in, 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 in loss of a loved one, or dealing with a very serious disease or condition, um, or losing a job and may, potentially losing a business or losing a career that in hindsight, people can look back at those moments and see 
that actually those were moments of great personal growth. That the cloud did have a silver lining. Or as the Sufi poets say, um, we are like ants. When you have an ant on a Persian carpet, the ant is on the Persian carpet. It can see different lights and different colors underneath it, but it can't see the pattern. It can't see the big picture in the moment. Um, and that's our daily lives and different colors, right? Challenges, good days, bad days, high energy, low energy. Every one of us experiences those things. Um, and there are moments where upon reflection we realize that in those moments of challenge, those are where we've had our biggest changes. And really those events in many ways have what formed us to be the people that we are today, have given us the strength that we have today, have changed our lives in ways or maybe dedicated ourselves to particular causes or other things or to other people that without those events having happened, that would never have been something that occurred to us. And next week, Muslims move into the holy month of Ramadan. And for anybody who's actually experienced fasting the month of Ramadan, the month itself is a training ground for this idea of qabd and bast. That when it first begins, there's a lot of momentum and, and fasting and a spiritual reawakening that occurs in the early stages. And then very quickly, as the fatigue sets in, as the body starts to adjust, as the metabolism starts to adjust, as the day in and day out of every day um, having to fast wears on people, then there are is the period of qabd, of contraction. And then um, if you can just fight your way through those moments of qabd, then as the month ends and we celebrate, then we return to bust. And so that journey, the ebbs and the flows, is the lesson and one of the lessons of the month of Ramadan. And it'll take on an even more dramatic, I think, and um, special meaning this year as we also layer in simultaneously the ebbs and flows of this global pandemic that we are all dealing with. And that there are times when we feel optimistic, I feel optimistic, and there are other times where I become very, very depressed, going to that store, and sure, there's toilet paper, but everyone's wearing masks, um, the employees have plastic shields now in front of the registers, there's all these signs or procedures in some of the bigger stores about um, uh, keeping um, or, or enforcing social distancing 
and it's depressing <laughs> to think um, that that's how we're living today. But then there's other moments in which um, I've connected with people or spoken to people maybe that I haven't spoken to in a while or moments at home where I'm, I'm blessed to be here with my family. Um, those are the moments of bust, of expansion. And so I pray that we all find solid footing in these days, um, that we allow ourselves and forgive ourselves as we move. And sometimes it's contraction. Other times it will be bust. But in doing so, we must be merciful with ourselves and we must be soft and gentle with ourselves. So I ask for that gentleness in our hearts and I ask for a blessing that we, in these times, with all of the fear, that this be moments of reflection and moments that, of growth for all of us.